Welcome to the Endurance Coachpreneur Podcast, hosted by me, Coach Michelle Lake. This is the show that helps endurance coaches bridge the gap from hobby to creating a dream, impact-filled, and profitable coaching business. We will discuss all things endurance business, including time management, marketing, mindset, growing your community of engaged athletes, all while increasing impact and profitability. Listen here to grow your athlete roster of ideal, perfect-for-you athletes while bringing home more income for you and your family. Endurance coaching is already your dream job. Let's make it a full-time reality. Welcome back. Today's episode is all about energy. And energy is something you're probably like, well, I don't even understand why that's important. Or you may think, "Mm, I can see why the energy that I put off is important maybe, but I'm not really sure. I want to get really deep on this one. And I swear to you guys, it's something that I see in the more successful coaches have a really good energy. And the coaches that are struggling could also be because their energy is not really that good. So we're going to start with the four places that I want you to think about your energy and see how you can improve it. And at the end, I have some ideas on if your energy is just not great, how to improve it so that you can show up a little better for your people. Like we don't need to go from having no energy to being hyper and screaming and excited and over the top. We don't want to, we don't want to be like that. But I think it's important that we constantly think about our energy. Before I start doing a podcast, I'm not coming on and talking like this, all quiet and low. No, I'm thinking about how awesome it is to be doing a podcast and how excited I am to help people and help coaches and help them build their businesses. Energy is important. As a leader, and coaches are leaders, we have to have an energy, a good energy. We have to be someone that people want to listen to, that we people want to read what we have to write. And that starts with grounding that energy and, and being excited and being optimistic and showing that we care. So let's get started. Number one part of energy or type of energy or way to think about it is your outlook. Are you optimistic? Are you positive? Are you looking towards the future with excitement in that you are like, wow, my outlook is so good for the future. I'm going to help you get faster. I'm going to help you enjoy the sport more. You're thinking in the future about how good things are going to be. You're thinking about how much you can help someone. Your outlook is, 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 is so positive and so good. Or is it, oh, I'm not sure if I can help you. Um, or, you know, I just, I don't think this business is going well. Or, you know, I'm just not sure how things are going to go. It's so important that you're optimistic, that your outlook is positive, that you are dreaming big for your people. Okay. We need it's it's kind of a lot of different things there, but in general what it is is that you are a glasses half full kind of person. You are looking towards the future with positivity. And you're not beating yourself up constantly. You're not second guessing everything. You sound excited for that future. Okay? So that is number 1 that you're optimistic and full of positivity. 
Number two kind of come goes pretty close with this one, but it's excited. Think about a lot of these from the perspective of you're on a sales call with a new athlete. If you were hiring a coach, would you want to be talking to one that's very low in energy, doesn't sound excited, is very monotone? Or would you like to talk to someone that is passionate and loves the sport and loves the opportunity to help you, that has so much excitement? And I'm trying not to get too excited on this podcast <laughs> so I don't annoy you, but we want, we need some level of excitement. And if you're like, well, I'm just not generally an excited person. How can you get a little bit more excited? We need to show our passion and our love for the sport. And we need to show that in our conversations with our athletes, in our sales calls. Athletes do this for fun. They want to be with a coach that's going to help them, but is also going to be excited and fun. They want your passion to rub off on them. That's why people go on Instagram and scroll is they're hoping for people to motivate and rub good excitement and good vibes off. That's what they do. That's what they're looking for. That is what, as a coach, we need to do is we need to be uplifting, excited, and here to spread our passion, our teaching, all the things that we do as a coach to them. So number two is excitement. Number three is one that, ah. I could go on a whole episode on this one, but I want you to think abundantly. So too many coaches, because I hear about it all the time. I spoke at the Endurance Exchange last year. Let's start with that. And I was on a panel about collaboration. And on this panel, we talked about working with other coaches, with businesses, you know, all those things. And I talked a little bit about how coaches often tell me that they're, you know, disagreeing with a coach in their town. They can't talk to them. They can't collaborate. They steal athletes from each other. There's not enough athletes for the number of coaches that are in their town. And there's just so much competition and there's so much little thinking. And after the, after the talk, I had more coaches. I was shocked. They came up to me and were like, oh, by the way, you, what you spoke about was spot on. Coach so-and-so that was across the room we can't speak. We, we're enemies. We're, we steal athletes from each other or whatever. Or that they stole an athlete from me. And then 10 minutes later, that other coach came up to me and said, by the way, I, can't, I have the same problem with that other person over there. And it's just, it's craziness. And where does this start? Where does the energy problem here? And it goes back to abundance. I am a strong believer that every adult that, you know, 95% of them, barring, you know, medical or other issues, could become an endurance athlete. It is not a fixed number. If your town has more than 10 people, at least one of them can become an athlete. We always look at like, oh, there's so few athletes and not enough for us. No, it's that you're not thinking abundantly. There's plenty of fish in the sea. There's more than enough out there for us. When you start thinking this way abundantly, when your energy is in an abundant way where you're, it's always like there's so much good. There's so many athletes out there. There's, there, my perfect athlete is somewhere on this planet and I, and I can find them. 
and there's probably more than one, there's probably quite a few, life gets so much easier and business gets better. Abundance is important. And it's and when you can relieve yourself or release this fear of competition and comparisonitis and all of the other things that are plaguing you, business will get better. Guarantee, because I've seen it in myself and I've seen it in a lot of the coaches that I work with. Instead of competing with coaches locally, collaborate with them. Life is more fun when you are collaborating and thinking abundantly. Okay. So Wow, this one's so big. It probably deserves its own episode, but I want you to think abundantly and have an energy that there if that if an athlete leaves me, there's 10 more lined up behind them that are better fits. There is more than enough athletes to go around. In fact, it is our job and our mission to grow the sports. Your sport triathlon, running, cycling, whatever it may be. It is our job to grow those sports. So it's our job to help create new athletes. Because like I said earlier in this part is that there are millions and millions and millions and millions of people, billions, and millions that could be athletes. So let's stop thinking small and start thinking abundantly. Your energy is going to improve. You're going to be actually, you're going to be a much happier person and you are going to grow your business so much easier. So that's number three, abundance. Number four is another important one, and it's empathy and caring, which are kind of two different words, but athletes need to feel an energy that you care about them. Athletes respect the fact that you care about them. They need it. It's like a a basic human need that their coach cares about them. I have known plenty of coaches that are awesome at caring, awesome at showing it, and have great businesses. I have met plenty of coaches that care strongly for their athletes but do a really bad job of showing it. And then there are coaches out there that could care less about the results of their athletes and they're in it because they think it's a fun way to make money and, uh, I don't know, lower their tax lower their taxes because they can write some stuff off. Like there are some people, there's some bad seeds out there, but in general, most coaches care. Many of us are really good at showing that we care. Many of us are not good. So where are the pitfalls with with this, with this part? Is one, they struggle to show emotion and show energy and show that they care. This is something I have to work on. This is you, if you come across very cold and disinterested, it is going to impact your business because athletes are not going to trust you like somebody that would care. And even if you do care, you're going to have to figure out a way to show it better. Okay. It's really important. Um, I had a colleague that struggled mightily with sales calls, could not close anyone that didn't already know them. Okay. So it, they had the person, the athlete already had to know this coach before the meeting for the to get a to get a sale. And I would looking back on it, it was because there was no feeling and it was really hard to tell that this person cared about coaching or had any passion in it or cared about the athlete they were talking to. Now, this person's athletes, I think, knew that he cared, but I don't think 
I know was not good at showing it to new people. Like people, you had to kind of know them to, to get it. So point of this is it really matters and it's going to impact your sales calls, okay? Which not everything's about sales calls. It's about interaction with our athletes all the time. But if we can't get them on a sales call, it's done. It's gone. They may come back later, but in general, it's over. So it's a very important time to make sure your energy, you're showing that you care, that you're excited, that you're passionate, that you're optimistic and you have a positive outlook is there. It's, it's really important. And empathy and caring is, is also important if you have too many athletes. This is where I always train my coaches or try to train them or <laughs> influence them that they should focus on having less athletes at a higher price point and more interaction and more results than just trying to add athlete after athlete after athlete and have end up wake up one day with way too many athletes and not enough time and not enough pay and their price per athlete's really low. And one of the downsides of this is is that sometimes when you have a lot of athletes, it's hard to show each one that you really care. If you only have two athletes, it's really easy to show that you care. When you have a hundred athletes, it's a lot harder. It can be done, but it's a lot harder because you're having to move through your interactions with them so fast to get to the next athlete. It's one reason I keep my athlete load low because I know that I really want to be able to talk to my athletes and show that I care. I care, but show that I care. And when you're rushing and when when mm, interactions are clipped short, you can feel it. And I've felt this as an athlete before. I definitely have. I could tell that they're rushing through things and I'm not sure they care. So it's really important that we always focus on this and remember that the athlete needs to feel this, okay? They need this energy. So in review of the four energy, you know, things are just important and energy to think about is your outlook or your optimism or positivity for number one. Number two is excitement, that you are excited and passionate and, and you know, can show that. Number three is abundant and thinking abundantly and thinking that there's plenty of fish in the sea and working well with other coaches and not living in comparisonitis. And number four is empathy and caring and that show that you care, show that you understand, show that the athlete matters to you. And that's super important across, you know, not just sales calls, but interactions with your athletes daily when they race, et cetera. So the next question probably is, I gave some, some thoughts in that, but how can you improve your energy then? So I have three main things. There's probably a lot more, but how can you improve it? How do you work on it? Because you're not going to like overnight go from being very um, even and quiet and low like this to being like the most, you know, a cheerleader. And not that I'm saying that you should be a cheerleader, but you know, somebody super excited. So the first one is, I love this one. Um, I, I, I require my coaches or I try to get them to do this, which is, it's really hard to cry anything as a coach, as you know, uh, would be reviewing testimonials. So I want you to create a testimonial folder where anytime somebody writes you a nice text or they put in their training app, thank you, or th they had a great result and they, you know, they give, they give you some feedback on how much you help them. Whatever it may be, I want you to put that testimonial or those, that, that uh, feedback that you've received, screenshot it and put it in a folder on your phone. And now you should have a album folder, folder filled 
with all the good things you've done. And it's a really great habit to continue to remember to do that. You can pull those, you know, especially if you have athlete agreements into marketing, but more for you. It's not for marketing, it's for you. I mean, marketing is great too. It is for you to feel better. An athlete leaves you and your energy is in the in the, you know, in the toilet. This has happened to me before. Like a very favorite athlete of yours leaves and suddenly you're feeling really da- down and low and just eh, go read those testimonials. It's going to pump your energy right back up, okay? So re- re- save testimonials. Ask for testimonials. Screenshot them and save them into a folder, okay? That's number one. Number two, move. If your energy's low, go for a walk. Get in nature. Go for a run. Get, if you're, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling slow, get moving. As most of us are probably endurance athletes at some point or still are, this one's easy. But if you are feeling like, eh, not great, feeling down, feeling not much excitement, not much positivity, Go get moving, and that usually is a really great way to ground you and get you back into where you should be. Even if it's a walk around the block on a busy work day, even if it's getting some sun on your face, even if it's um, writing your own training plan, sometimes that helps me. It's not quite moving, but it kind of gets me back to things I love. Okay. And that rolls right into number three, which is if your energy's not great and it's like a work-related energy, and you're just feeling down, maybe it's time to take a break from work. Uh, For my full-time coaches, maybe you just need to go like eat lunch and watch TV. I do that every day to take a break. Uh, Maybe it is take a nap. Maybe it is stop working for the day. Maybe it's especially if your energy is low and you're writing training plans, maybe it's time to take a break and come back at it later. Training plans are, and I'm going to get a lot more into this one in the future on here, but Writing training plans, which I'm a huge believer that we should be writing our own plans, not using some sort of AI app, and that can be another whole thing. But when we're writing plans, the more frequently you write them in shorter bursts, the better energy you have in them and the better energy you have for your athletes. So I'm not a fan of when coaches say, oh, I write my plans on Fridays and it takes me 10 hours or something. Like I've heard some crazy stories. That's a bad idea. I'm a big believer in splitting that up across the week and I have ways to do that and make it work and it's worked for me for 13, 14 years. So it does definitely work. But keeping your energy is, writing plans is very important. When it's bad, step away and rest. Walk, review testimonials, do something else. I think, I think, I don't even know if reviewing testimonials will help your energy when you're writing plans, but it's time to get up and get away from your computer and take a break. When you come back, it will be better. The more plans you write at once, the slower and less creative they get. It is like writing a book. It is like being, it's like writer's block. You literally get writer's block after a while and you just get numb to it. You need to step away and take a break. So how to fix your energy? Uh, There's probably a lot of different ways, but the three ways I like to use are one, review my testimonial list. Two is move. Three is rest. Energy so big and so many people ignore it. They just, it's just their natural state to be wherever they are. If you catch yourself complaining, feeling burned out, not feeling like this is a long-term thing, not excited, really worried about what all the other coaches around you are doing and getting so frustrated athletes that you don't care anymore, we're in trouble. 
not in trouble and that like it can't be fixed, but let's get this fixed. Let it, let's figure out what exactly is going on and get it sorted. And focus on how important as coaches, as leaders, that we need to get be right with our energy. Um, it's just, it's, it's so important because we are, we are being paid to show up for them. This is a career. This is a profession. It is not, it, it, I mean, it can be a hobby, but people are still paying us there and they are, they are feeling very responsible or that we're responsible for doing what we were paid for, you know, paid to do. They expect that. So give it the same respect and really focus on getting your energy the where it needs to be. Is every day a good day? No, it isn't. I have bad days too where I'm just like, it's not happening. I'm not creating content. I'm going to give all the energy that I have to my clients and then the rest of the day, I'm just going to rest because I don't have it today. It's not, you're not going to be great. You're not going to be like bubbly and happy every single day, but do remember that this energy thing is so important. But that's it for now. Any questions? DM me. Love to hear it. Coach Michelle Lake on Instagram. And with that, have a great day. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode or have any feedback, DM me at Coach Michelle Lake, that's Michelle with two L's, on Instagram. Also take time to leave me a review if you enjoyed it. Until next time, coaches, let's get out there, grow who you know, take action, and keep changing the lives of our athletes.